Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to Tapa Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick, the conduit on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Super excited to have my guest here today, Chris Novosel, Divine Warrior. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Good to see oh, you. Great. Too. Happy uh, Saturday to you. Yeah, happy Saturday, but this is airing on Tuesday, so no worries. All right. <laughs> no worries there. Um, we've been trying to do this for like months, right? And then like yeah. the timing of things, life has happened and all the things. So I'm super excited that you're here with me. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I know we were talking about this before I started recording, but let's let's talk about your background. Your heart of a wolf, soul of a dragon. Like, what is that? What is that to you? Tell the people. So, yeah, so this is my garage that it's always been my dream to just be able to have my own, like, space, you know, gym kind of deal. And so when we got this new house, you know, I pretty much have been working on it for years um, to just, you know, get everything I wanted it where we're sitting. I've got dumbbells and squat rack and all that stuff here. But when I uh, was kind of creating this space, obviously with kids and uh, my wife and family and all that stuff, you know, there's tons of things that can creep in here. So I wanted to have like it blocked out essentially. And as I was like thinking, I was like, oh, let's put some curtains across. And, you know, I was able to get a couple customized with um, what I always was going to call my gym, which is the Novo Dome, part of my last name. But uh, um, and then also my kind of tagline, which is inspired to dominate and um so, you know, I was able to get those created, but then when I was looking for other uh, curtains, I, saw, I just came upon this one. There's a cool website that has it, and it's just, it really spoke to me just of, you know, what I feel and kind of who I am. So it was just like a cool, cool curtain to kind of put here in the background, so. Hell yeah, I love it. I think it's awesome, and I think that the Nova Dome, that's super creative and cool, and um, yeah, we'll get into all the things. So I guess we'll start. This is a spiritual interview series where I interview people about their their spiritual journey first, and then we kind of like shoot off from there. So I uh, would love to hear about your spiritual journey and your conception of like source or God, whatever you call it. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. This is a light question. Yeah, well, you know, it, <laughs> I love it. And, and it definitely something... I'm passionate to talk about when it comes up, but because uh, I can easily draw a line in the sand too of kind of when things started for me as well. But, but really, you know, I, I definitely um, identify with Christian. You know, I grew up Christian, grew up Methodist. You know, kind of laid back. Um, but I've also, you know, as I've gotten older, I've allowed that to just expand for me. Um, in my own way, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I don't know how I would define that. And, and really it's not like I'm stuck to any certain, uh, you know, Christian belief or, you know, uh, Catholic or any Catholicism or anything like that. But I definitely feel, um, Christianity, Jesus, God, a part of me, but I also find myself, um, you know, expanding in many other ways, being, uh, curious about other uh, beliefs and, you know, with my wife, Chelsea, who's very um, into a lot of other different religions and learning about them and educating me on them. I just, you know, I love to really 
explore all and, you know, pay attention to my gut, what feels good. But, um, you know, and at the same time, I believe, you know, that most of us can agree there's something bigger than us. There's some, there's a higher power. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can claim to know what that is or a lot of different things. But I think, you know, we can all at least agree there's something bigger than us outside of this body, outside of this world. Um, that is just this, this energy, this force that we want to continue to be able to expand on and expand, you know, once our bodies decease, be able to expand past that. So I'm continuing to explore that. And I think um, just becoming the best person that I can and continuing to dig deep into what that is, I'll continue to uh, be able to, I guess, find out what that is for me at different points in my life. So yeah, I think that's amazing. And I have to agree with you. I think that, you know, most of us have a conception of something bigger than ourselves. That's the whole basis of, you know, what inspired me to do this podcast. And it's like, I've talked to so many people at this point, And it's like, all of us have a belief. And, and that also like, proves to me this concept of connection and oneness and that like we are all individuals but we're also very similar and mirrors of each other and such but you did mention that there is a moment that you could draw a line in the sand so I'm curious about what that moment was for you yeah absolutely it was so I'm 35 be 36 in August and uh, halfway to 70 uh, yeah right (laughs) yeah you just had your birthday right that's awesome (laughs) <laughs> you're older than me Lindsay you realize that and wiser uh, well, well you, even if you were weren't older than me usually women are are wiser anyway so <laughs> okay bless I hear that that's right you know, you're a smart man Chelsea yeah she uh, taught you well yeah right <laughs> yeah so uh but yeah that so when I was 30 um you know I just we without getting too deep into it, we moved in a bunch of places and you know, when we made one of our moves down to South Florida, um, you know, it was a new career trying to, you know, I guess, find myself, find my career as we picked up and moved where we um, were stable, essentially, and started moving south. And uh, in figuring that out, there was just a lot of different um, trials and tribulations and, and finding careers and the right place for us and our family and everything. So when we got down to the Boca Raton, Florida, just a lot of things happened um, career-wise, uh, just being like stable and all the, th- you know, figuring out what really are we meant to be doing here. And I think with all of that disruption just created me to realize, man, there's a lot of things uh, about myself that only I kind of know that that is kind of hurting or maybe struggling with. And I don't really understand why, um, maybe I feel insecure or maybe I'm struggling with some of these things, but I know that I want to face them, you know, and I uh, started looking into different things. I looked into, I actually looked into what's his name, um, Tony Robbins, you know, his coaching programs. And I remember talking to a coach and at the end of it, it's like, you know, without, you know, trying to put anything bad on their program. I'm sure it's great, but it was just out of, it wasn't something financially that was going to make sense. It was kind of expensive. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I remember Chelsea saying, well, that's not the only way to be able to do this. And, you know, I just started listening to podcasts and yeah, I discovered uh, Ed Milet and Andy Frisella. And Andy Frisella is, 
if you don't know him, he's just a he's a pretty popular podcaster. Yeah, has a bunch of businesses. Yeah, so you know, can someone be controversial? But at the same time, that's why I love him because he hits head things head on. But he has this program called Seventy Five Hard. Um, and, oh, I know that program. Uh, yeah, you know all about that, right? So it all started with Seventy Five Hard, but uh, you know, I am not doing Seventy Five Hard at the moment. So. Um, you know, but it's one of those programs, as you know, that just which we can dig deeper into that, but it just intrigues you. It makes you want to to go after it and give it a shot because it allows us to get out of our comfort comfort zone. That's what I realized. I was in a comfort zone and, you know, I was kind of living a certain way, but also was masking things. And, um, you know, so I started doing that. And just as I started doing that, eating right, drinking water, um, working out more, my mind just started thinking a lot more and digging deeper. Um, you know, so I think that's probably the line is just when I started that, when we were down there in Boca Raton uh, five years ago, so, or almost six now. So, so I attempt, that's amazing. And <laughs> I attempted, I have attempted 75 hard like three times. And let's just tell the listeners, the viewers, like what 75 hard is. So it is yeah. <laughs> 25 consecutive days, no alcohol, follow a diet that is not specified. You choose your diet, right? Mm -hmm. uh, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book a day, drink a gallon of water a day, and two 45-minute workouts, one inside and one outside, no matter what the weather is. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. You hit them all. Yeah, I have the app on my phone. I really tried this, like three yeah. times. And the second time I like got sick and couldn't continue. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's what's the furthest I, furthest you got day wise? Um I probably did it the fur the furthest was like around a month. Like 30, okay, yeah. 30 days, you know, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah, you also have to take a pic a progress picture every yeah, day. Yeah, that's I was like, I knew there was something missing. There was there. something progress else. Picture. Yeah, yeah. Progress, then that one will get you too. So <laughs> that one will get you. Yeah. For me, it was, you know, just I feel like I could probably complete the program now that I'm not in the Matrix anymore. But when I was yeah. working my full time job and traveling, and it was really difficult for me to complete that. But Absolutely. just like Andy Frischella says, like, y'all can make excuses all you want, or you just fucking get it done. And exactly. Yeah, I've seen, you know, I, Chelsea uh, has you know, promoted that program as well. And just, I've seen so, I've seen a couple people do it and completely shift their, their lives. So yeah, maybe I need that right now. <laughs> that's why we're talking <laughs> well, about you know, and at the end of the day, I think we all can get there certain ways. I think that's just a surefire one that it's probably the quickest, most effective. And it's, you know, it's essentially free, but it's really basic things that we all can probably agree on that are good for us. Um, and, you know, there's definitely people that will challenge it saying, oh, unhealthy, all, you know, the water, the workouts. But again, you can, you know, when you actually do it, you understand the reason behind it because you kind of discover um, deeper self. You know, I I changed my relationship with alcohol with that, changed my relationship with food and, and how I do that and everything. And, and, you know, and I right now in my current state, I'm like you before, like I do not know how I would do it. Um, because, you know, it takes me like two hours to get the daughter, my daughters to bed. And, um, you know, and if I'm doing that, 
and trying to walk after work. That's usually what it was. That was really the challenge. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I learned a lot from it, you know, but at the same time, I think you just got to, you know, really quiet your mind, look at yourself Hey, what things can I start implementing that are going to align with my life? And, you know, 75 hard could be it, or it could just be, I always point people to um, another thing that he talks about, which is a power list. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much, it could be three to five things that you write down every single day, which is what I'm doing again this year, but that essentially you would accomplish every one of those tasks to win your day. And it's, you know, things that are aligned with what you're trying to accomplish, you know? Heck yeah. And I think, the whole point of the program is like discipline and consistency, which mm -hmm. I will admit sometimes that is a challenge for me because I'm yep. so like, I can be super fluid and, you know, and flowy. And so, yeah, I feel also felt like 75 hard put me like right into my masculine energy. Cause it's so yep. like, boom, boom. There's no, <laughs> blah, blah. Yeah. I don't just like, whoa because i you know i've been on this shamanic priestess path so i was trying to cultivate more of my feminine energy and i felt like that was but i see i i think it's amazing i think any form of discipline or just goal setting or i feel like i get a lot more done when i create a list like i even created a to-do list for today um you know like like it's like those habits that make you successful. Like I like to make my bed every day. Like I can't get shit done in a messy space. You know what I mean? So there's all the that we do to, to stay on track. So I think it's also different for a man and a woman doing it. It's like you just said, the masculine and feminine energies. Yeah. Natural, but then also the, the opposite energies creeping in. So we're, um, you know, I definitely couldn't understand, you know, but I also, doing it next to your partner doing it next, you know, with Chelsea did it with me after the second year. So we did it like three years straight and she did it when we had the second year. And there's definitely moments where we were conflicted because we just had different experiences doing it. Um, and, you know, she's flowy as well. So she, you know, oh, yeah. I think, and that's pretty much every woman, right. You're, you're flowy. So that's somewhat, yeah. you know, I guess naturally, but you know, I think it, definitely different experience for both women and men and, and think it's just cool to um, hear everyone's journey, even, you know, with yours too, you know, they say it takes 21 days to uh, instill a habit, you know? So I think that still probably instilled some great things into you doing. Oh yeah. I, I like, if I find myself being super flowy, right. Or flowy fluid, I just created a word. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do go back to some of those principles of, of di for me, it's always, it's always coming back to discipline because I can be like, Oh, but today I feel like this, like, that's just how I am. So that is a great practice to come back to. So Absolutely. I'm glad that we're talking about that, but let's talk about, um, the men's group that you've started here in this community, because I think it's fucking amazing. So let's. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about that. Like, how did that come about? What's the name of it? All the things that you want to share about it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, mm. Yeah. It's something, you know, going back to when I started my journey and really digging into myself, um, just, you know, again, we're talking about man and woman. We both, I think, deal with different things with our natural energies. And, and um, as I continue to just, address every honest thing in the mirror for myself there was a lot of things that um i was able to break through or at least 
understand and be honest about and give myself grace, but also uh, be accountable to work through. And as I did that and I would just, so it's, you know, I would say five years of that work about, and just really understanding, looking at these things in the mirror, in the mirror as a man. And, you know, I was like, I do, a sh- I have a show now, which I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that next. Yeah, absolutely. So I started that two years ago. So I've just continued as I've started digging into myself, my passions, my missions started to become more clear. Um, And so I started to, you know, be like, I really want to help more men and be able to to be a part of that. And, um, you know, and Chelsea, who's involved in the guidance circles and connected with Leah and all that, you know, which it's kind of cool when the men's circle pretty much was created because our wives and women helped bring us men, a couple of us men together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was able to help us connect because there was other guys that had had different journeys, but similar, we wanted to do similar things. So we kind of got together. Um, you know, as you know, most of them, Hans, mm-hmm. um, Chris Dumas, and then, uh, a fellow named Josh, who's kind of like a nomad, but an awesome person. And I think he's in like, a, I don't even know where he's at now, but he was a part of the beginning of it. And every time when he comes back to Myrtle Beach, he comes around. But um, so, yeah, there was a couple of us that initially started the conversation. And then we just kind of started um, having the gatherings and decided on just doing them every other Thursday night. So it's been, uh, what, September of this year will be two years. So just wow, uh, yeah. And a half, so that's amazing. And it's called Reverence. It's called Reverence. So yeah. Why did y'all choose that name? So Hans, uh, when we had our first meeting, um, you know, essentially we were like, well, what is this? What are we gonna call this? And you know, that was kind of his thinking. And um, you know, and really it just it just made sense for to do that. So he just we had our first meeting. We had talked about, hey, what do we want to call it? And we all pretty much agreed. So it was pretty simple. A bunch of guys coming up with a name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> no big, uh, like, uh, you know, brainstorming session. It just all worked out. So that's exactly. cool. And what kind of, like, things do you do in the group? So, um, yeah, and it's – and this is important, too, because I also – to feel as we continue to grow that so many men hear about what we're doing or they hear men's gathering or men's circles. And, and I still, you know, I love to dig deeper on what guys feel when they hear it or find out about it, but, you know, to get somebody to, dis- or a guy to disclose that sometimes is hard because that's the reason why they're not coming. So, um, but uh, you know, they hear men's gatherings and they might've had a bad experience with church groups or, hear men's gatherings and they're just like unsure and very un, uh, easy feelings. And that's, you know, there's some that I've, I know have kind of taken their time to get there, but essentially we just really flowed into that. So I guess that would be our, our feminine energy in that is we just, we didn't have necessarily structure because I had talked about that in the beginning, because that's kind of how I am. But yeah. at the same time I had to, I've learned to slow down you know, having certain expectations and things and really learning to just let things flow and become. And that's kind of what we did. We just um, didn't instill a whole ton of specific structure in the beginning, but we essentially have people host at their houses who are able to do it. 
every other Thursday and then um, essentially allow them to pick the theme. And uh, a lot of times it really involves somewhat some meditation, somewhat of um, just silence or just breathing a lot of times. And there's a lot of gifted brothers that are able to take us deeper into some of their meditation practices, which is super awesome. Um, and then we'll do somewhat of a, an activity together usually. Uh, and then we end up circling up usually around a fire. Um, you know, some of the activities that we've done to explain that, which are super fun. We've done like, uh, you know, at my house, we did like lightsaber battles one time where we're <laughs> circled up with the lightsabers and, um, you know, it allowed us to experience just having fun and releasing without responsibility. Um, you know, we've done cold plunges, uh, breath work, like uh, experiences at a, um, uh, what is it, Jan's Retreat Center. I was going to say at Jan's. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was going to say Jan's Retreat Center, which is amazing. Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Um, you know, we did a camp. We did, we're going to try to do these yearly now. We did one camping trip last year. Um, and one real cool thing about that, that I'll share, we actually, the first night we did a uh, Hans brought out a bunch of kayaks and paddle boards, put glow sticks on our necks, and we all took them out at night on the Waccamaw River. There was like 15 of us in the middle of the Waccamaw, pitch dark, and we ended up at one point all linking up and like just linking together and sitting there and laying down with our eyes closed and doing a meditation in the middle of Waccamaw. So uh, when I look back at it, we're like, man, it's, you know, the next day, Saturday, you see boats zooming by and everything. And that Friday night is just wild how, you know, the universe and God allowed us to experience that because no distractions, nothing happened in that moment. And we were just able to experience that. So I was really uh, cool to be a part of that and create that for others. So, but, um, but yeah, that's some of the things that we do activity wise. And then we always try to create a safe space where we circle up and allow brothers to share where they're at if they feel like sharing or, you know, or even just listen and, and not have to be pressured to share. It's really where every person that comes, wherever they're at. So we try to create a space for that as well. I think it's amazing because I think it kind of, um, you know, I guess that, I mean, I think we're in 2023 now where men are allowed to be vulnerable and communicative and share and all this, but there's still probably some stigma like, of, Oh, I'm a man. And I mean, I'm not a man. I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah, absolutely. you know, like, <laughs> Oh, like I can't share. I can't have feelings. I can't open up. I'm not supposed to do that. And so I think that you guys creating this group, it goes it, like breaks the stigma, you know what I mean? And encourages men to like embrace who they are and allow themselves to really have a safe space to heal. Cause that's like what yeah. it sounds like it's really all about. And I think that that's, I think it's amazing. And I know that you, you know, a part of your bio, you speak about like divine masculine or healthy masculine energy. And I mean, like I said, I'm not a man, so I want to hear it like from you, like, what is that? What does that mean? And and I've watched you, you know, I've known you and Shells for, I don't know, three, almost three years now. Yeah. I've just been around you and your girls and just watching you as a father and how you tend to like your girls is so important. So I would love for you to kind of talk about like, what does that mean? Like healthy, divine masculine and, and like, yeah, if you want to share about that too. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, divine obviously is connected to God and it's just, of you know, we are beings of God. And that's when I think of with divine is just, okay, I'm here on this earth. I'm a being of God mm-hmm. um, that was created. And I want to be able to utilize this vehicle, this body to expand that energy uh, the best way that I can. So when I'm put on this earth and I become a husband, I, be, you know, I became a son, um, a brother, so many things when I was born. And then as I got older, became a husband, father, um, brother, neighbor, all these things. And, you know, I can either coast on autopilot and just be a physical being and just kind of not really reach my full potential that I was put here to do, or, you know, I can really just feel into that, slow down and, and just try to understand what that means for me without having to explain it, just live it. Hey, what, what do you feel internally that your purpose is and that you're about? And at the same time, accepting all of me and everything about me um, either way. So I think that's, you know, that's assertiveness and taking ownership of your being, you know, but at the same time, allowing feminine energies to come through and, and, and even just who cares if it's masculine or feminine, just allowing energy to come through and, and, um, you know, and be about that, feel what that is and just allow yourself to be vulnerable because if we're fighting vulnerability, really, we're not able to expand into our full being because we're holding stuff in and typically, that's what we as men do um, because, you know, I think just part of our nature, we're um, meant to serve and protect and parts of us and, and just really um, be leaders. But at the same time, we're never really taught how to, uh, you know, feel or let certain emotions um, come through, be okay and face them, you know, we just kind of let them build up and then they create more of a, an evil being or, you know, a being that we don't want to become, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think like the more that you like, like you said, like if you're not vulnerable or opening up, then you're basically just holding on to old energy and causing just from an energy standpoint, you're causing blockages. And then, yeah, you're preventing your own expansion and your own growth and your own capacity to love yourself and forgive yourself and love others and forgive others. So Um, yeah, I think, I think it's amazing. And I think the best thing that you could possibly be doing is just being that and then other men can kind of sense that frequency or the vibration. And then, yeah, that would inspire them to, excuse me, (laughs) to be vulnerable and communicative and open. And yeah, so I think, I think it's amazing. And I think that you doing that as well as like doing the healing work on yourself and then that's going to cultivate really healthy relationships with your daughters. And I think, and with shells, of course, and I think that that's super, super important and amazing. Absolutely. Thank you. And, and I think too, just to, to paint that picture for men as well. And, and, you know, I speak from my, you know, the, my lifestyle is obviously I'm married to a woman and have kids. Not everybody is always that. I say some people have different living situations or don't always have that, or some men are just, you know, alone, but, no matter where your scenario is having a space to come and speak to at least other beings that are men and share that because 
even if you cross paths with people, you don't have a partner, but you cross paths with people, you're not um, man or woman. You're not necessarily going to be able to share the way that you can when you come to spaces like this. And if you are in a relationship with a woman and, and you have that wife that supports you and you share with her, that's great. But even still, there's that they're going to be supportive as they can and as they know how to be, but it's never, it's not the same understanding because you're, you're male and female. And so you have different perspectives of things. So I think the one thing we just see with the men's gathering is just like, there is like an acceptance and a connection to where it's like, man, these, they truly understand what I'm going through or what I'm trying to work through without even having to say anything and it's just this energy, this unexplainable energy that you can't create. And, um, you know, and that's why I would say what well, would be important to, you know, try to find, you know, come to these spaces if you live in Myrtle Beach to ours. And, you know, I even say to people that create your own, like, I, I want to be an advocate for people to feel like they can do it tomorrow. You know, there's a lot of great, a lot of this stuff's coming up more. You know, you got Sacred Sons, which is a popular one as well. And, um, pretty cool men's gatherings and things that I follow, but there's so many around you. And if they're not around you, you can create them yourself. You just gotta, you gotta start that journey and you gotta to allow yourself to be open. And I think that's really the key. Well, I think it's amazing. And I'm glad that you, you know, started doing, doing that. I remember like the first time that I saw that you were doing it, I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I think it's inspiring so thank you yes yay Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so talk talking about inspiration here like your little hashtag behind you is inspired to dominate now that goes in conjunction with your clubhouse show or that's something that you created before your clubhouse show because i know that you're on clubhouse right yes uh -huh. so yeah i mean that essentially just as I was going on my journey and trying to figure out and, you know, put myself and my, you know, what quote unquote brand out there more and really the purpose of just being able to be myself and create a space for people in my everyday being to be able to start their journey as well. I just kind of thought of things that came up for me, like what is kind of explains my journey. Um, and then, you know, I wanted the podcast for a while and then as I was trying to, you know, as you know, you know, just trying to get it started. Yeah. If I do, you know, right now I'm good with Clubhouse, but, you know, there's part of me that does want to do a podcast, but I got other things I'm working on as well. Um, but it just Clubhouse came up as I was wanting to start this podcast and the Inspire to Dominate um, tagline, I guess, has been, you know, something in my head and a part of me for a while now. So when I just committed and decided to start a show. I just said, I'm going to start a show on Clubhouse. This is the best time I can do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and then, so then I just created that, you know, essentially in Clubhouse, it's a, just explain that for anybody that doesn't know it. It's an audio only app that essentially there's anybody can pretty much create rooms, what they call them or spaces that, and put a title on it and talk about anything. I mean, you got people that talk about there's like people that do dating rooms in there. They do politic rooms, news, you know, um, all kinds of different rooms, inspirational rooms, obviously. And, um, you know, and you can go in and you kind of listen to 
people and, and see if they align with your message as well. But you also, so you can listen, but you also, there's a stage you can go up and speak. And, you know, I always say it's like networking on steroids because it's people from all over the country that you would never have the opportunity to meet. And I've connected with so many people through Clubhouse um, without ever meeting them, but you can feel that energy and connect with people naturally. And it's been super cool. And um, so, you know, with my club and room that I do, I do it every Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I've been doing that for now two years. So, wow. you know, one of the things, again, I instilled in myself is if I commit to something, I'm going to stay consistent, you know, not let anything outside disrupt that. You know, sometimes it's challenging with schedules and things and, and all that. But, you know, I've got support now through people I've met that can help with the show. And um, so, yeah, we've done it consistently for two years and uh, just continue to expand it. You know, when I first started, there was, you know, maybe 10, 15 people that would show up. And, you know, now you have someone could be anywhere from 100 to 200. Wow, and, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, I, I think the coolest thing, I don't even try to pay attention to the numbers and the one of the things that still keeps me going is in anything that you do i think if you just focus on impacting one person at a time 100 that's really what if you impact one person which i have done yeah. through the show i don't need to there's no other reason yes. to not do it you know what i mean yeah that's so. exactly how i feel because i had someone ask me the other day like oh can you see the metrics of who listens to your podcast and i was like probably but i yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I've gotten great feedback, you know? Um, and yeah, if it just influences somebody then, or if I've helped one person, like I've always said that, like, I don't need recognition or I don't care about that. I just care that I am living my Dharma, my soul's purpose and helping people. And if I inspire just one person or help one person, like, yeah, that feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's the format of your show then? Are you interviewing? Are you just talking about a different topic? Like what is the format of that? Yeah, so I I mean, typically the format is, is I'll come up with a um, topic or even somebody may have brought it up in the room in the past and pretty much create that topic. And just it's, it's usually vulnerable, authentic, usually challenges people because that's just if it's something I'm doing in my own life and then I create a room around it, it just allows people. And I think this will bring people in because you talk about just real stuff. I'll look up mm -hmm. some titles or remember some of them, but yeah, most of the format is typically, you know, I'll open up with a song because you try to bring people into the room and then I kind of have like an opening, um, you know, I welcome people in. We have core values for the room, which I'm big about. So we really speak those into the room every single time. And um, and then whatever the topic is, I usually have some kind of intro to get people's minds going and then open it up for others to, um, you know, add in to the, the topic and their their thoughts and experiences with it or um, ask questions and things like that. So that's the typical format, but also, you know, started doing some interview formats um, at the end of last year with a lot of people I've met in clubhouse. And then just as I go, I'll um, instill some, which is interesting that you say that. Cause actually tomorrow for tomorrow's show, we have, I'm doing an interview tomorrow, which I'm really excited. That one's going to be fun. Um, another thing I'm about is really uh, eating, eating right, shaking the hand of 
the people that produce or, you know, raise your food essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I buy all my, which we can talk about that too, but buy mm -hmm. all my meat from direct from farmers. And I'm really passionate about that. So the person we'll be interviewing is the, um, chicken, egg, and lamb farmer that I've uh, built a relationship with. And we're going to dive into just the importance of regenerative farming and um, and kind of, you know, his experience with it and what people should know. So, Well, that's amazing. I've been, I need to like download Clubhouse and just check it out. Like I've been told about this for, yeah, probably the last two years and I just haven't, I'm like, oh, like I never even downloaded TikTok. Like I was just like, yeah. it's just another app. You know what I mean? Yes. I've been told that Clubhouse is pretty amazing and it's like, yeah, anyone from anywhere can can come on or whatever. So I think that's really cool that you're that you're getting your voice out there in that way too. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, and you definitely gotta pick your your apps, I think, so we don't get in, you know, I can help you too when you get in there. Don't be pulled into the Clubhouse matrix because now, you know, with Instagram <laughs> and TikTok, you know, you got the scrolling with Clubhouse. You just you especially when we first when it came out in 2020 when people didn't have connection, it was it really blew up because people weren't able to really speak. So it was, it just became big right away. But, uh, you know, you can get, I remember just jumping from room to room and you can kind of somewhat feel stuck. And then all of a sudden, you know, hours go by and you're, you're in different rooms, but, um, definitely an important one to go and pick certain, you know, kind of play around, figure out your spaces and, uh, rooms that kind of align and, and, you know, set boundaries like anything, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's awesome. And um, congrats on your success, your success on that, you know, like that people come in and pay attention. And that's, I think it's amazing. You're doing amazing things for the community and for yourself, you know what I mean? And the people around you. Thank you. So um, did you want to talk about, I guess, sustainable eating? I know you mentioned that or yeah. is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Like, I don't know, relationship stuff or I don't know, sacred relationships. <laughs> no, I definitely, don't let me coach on relationships. You know? <laughs> okay. I, uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I think it'd be, I just, when I think of people that coach relationships, I'm like, I just would not want to do that because, no, because everyone's really different. Yeah, exactly. And I it's thought just, about uh, having you and Chelsea on at the same time. Like, <laughs> like that'd be so great. Maybe. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we'd be a good. We'd be a good duo to talk together. You know, but relationships are. You know, you're two people with different energies flowing all the time. It's funny. I just saw a video the other day that was like explaining like men have 24 hour cycles, and obviously women's cycles. You know change all the time but they were saying there's 30 days obviously so uh so you take just i mean take that and you think about combining two there's just going to be a lot of flowing energy so you gotta in a very busy world with so much to distract us and um pull us away from the things that we're here to do uh it just becomes hard so i feel for a lot of people that are trying to find themselves, trying to keep up with life, keep up with your family, um, pay the bills, you know, do all the things you got to do and um, also keep your relationship strong. And it's, it's not easy, but um, you know, it's no one ever said it was easy and it's not perfect, but I think you just, if you start with yourself 
you'll just figure out a lot of things and at least be able to continue to come back to a grounding spot even when things get difficult, no matter, you know, where you're at in life or any parts of your life. So um Heck yeah. I want to know, wait, so there's, so men go through a 24 hour cycle. Like, what do you mean? What is that? Like they're, you know, they, the way that they were explaining it, I'll explain the best I can, but it's just that when we like our testosterone and things are super high when we wake up and, you know, for me, I'm up, I'm an early bird. So I'm up at three 30 in the morning. Um, you know, Chelsea might get up six 30, six, six 30. So I'm already three hours into my day, oh my you know, my, and then I'm working out. So you add even more and I'm, you know, taking down protein and coffee. So, you know, all that stuff also included my testosterone, my energy levels are super high, but I think it's cool when you, you know, you can slow down and really understand how your energies flow through the day. Like that, I understand how I work. Like I'm the most creative. Uh, and I've heard this too, like certain times of the day, you, that's when you really want to, you know, put that time in to create because that's when your mind is going to be flowing the most fluidly and be able to kind of download those ideas that are coming through. So, um, but yes, and then essentially that's what they're saying is just like the cycle is high energy throughout the day. Um, and it somewhat makes sense. And then you get to the end of the day and <clears throat> our levels definitely drop and we're, you know, we're more likely to just want to you know, no disruptions, not a lot of energy, not a lot of creation and just be able um, to slow down. And sometimes that's that's hard when you got other things going on or my situation, family and stuff. So it's uh, it's something to be aware of. So that's what they mean by that. But, you know, I think I would love to understand women's more. I don't know. I'll try <laughs> the best, but they definitely change all the time. Uh, all the time. Daily, too. So <laughs> depending on, you know, what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. For that's sure. why they're beautiful. I love it. Yay. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> super fluid. And it's, yeah, it is. Sometimes it's, you know, it's fun and spontaneous. And, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my partner over here is just making comments, but no worries. <laughs> <laughs> He's like shaking his head. Yeah, as you're talking about oh, like yeah. your cycle of the day, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and that's what it's cool as a man when you actually hear these things and you're like man i didn't realize other men were willing to speak about this or be open about it and i think that's what's important you know heck yeah well when you speak about it and you're open about it they're like oh i can be open and speak about it so absolutely i think it's amazing uh what you're doing um and just it's been awesome just chatting with you like you know, about all the things that you're about and what you're doing. Is there anything else? Um, Cause I think we're coming up on almost an hour. I don't know. Time, Lose track of time. It, you know, we're having fun. What is time? <laughs> <laughs> time isn't real, but um, is there anything else that you want to share? Like, I don't know, maybe about like maybe fatherhood a little bit if you want. Uh, I mean, I think really, well, you know, we had brought up, um, diet and health. I'll just cover that quick. I think, okay. you know, I want, I think for everybody, the main just message would be wherever you're at in life is just to try to sit with yourself in silence, try to ask yourself important questions. Um, one big thing that I try to promote to people sometimes if they're trying to figure that out 
um, is asking, you know, one of the things I did in my journey in the past was I journaled a lot. Um, I don't necessarily journal as much right now, but I journal a lot at certain points. But I always ask, or there was a point where I asked myself, who am I every day? And I would write that down and I would answer the question for three minutes. Um, and that's one thing. I mean, I would say for anybody, man or woman, to do that, because if you're in silence, you're in a place of just truly addressing that and thinking that the things that come out and go on that paper are going to be super powerful stuff. You know, mine, you know, I just think sometimes you just start with your childhood. So mine started there and start, you know, naturally just had tears flowing, but it was super releasing. And then every day I would continue to do it. I would expand on what it meant um, or who I was. And in that too, things come up. Okay. Who you are, but who do you, you know, who do you actually feel like you want to be inside and are you aligning with that every, you know, your day in and day out? And I think when people can really just, it ain't going to be perfect, but when you can actually strive for that and just try to be your best self and, and really understand who that is, it's just super powerful. And then anything else just, it's still going to be hard, but it becomes somewhat more manageable to deal with. And now all of a sudden this control that you have over your life, is different. You don't need substance. You don't need a lot of these other things that can steal your energy. And, um, you know, that's really what I think I would want for people. And then also within that you start, you know, there's other things, move body movement, exercise, um, really just starting to dig when you're creating those creative moments for yourself, dig into to food and, um, what's best for your body. Everybody's different, but also, you know, most of us go to the grocery store. So I think, you know, I just challenge people to do your research on foods in the grocery store, even if it's not processed foods, even the meats and the, the produces and how that um, what's allowed with those products and just try to challenge yourself and, you know, possibly find somebody that you trust that can make that and do it locally. And, and I think the more we support local purchasing, local eating, local, a lot of things, you know, we can start to see a change in our society that I think we all would want to see. You know, I think most of us can agree that we're not necessarily fully happy with the way our society is. But if we want to start making changes, we got to take those small steps in our own lives. Um, you know, and it starts with yourself, mm -hmm. starts with, um, you know, being honest with yourself and others, you know, and then also just creating and expanding within your community and supporting them in it. So. Um, you know, that would be my essential message to anybody that's, you know, maybe pushing back on any, you know, men's work, eating clean, um, just any of this stuff, being inspired to to be your best self. I would just challenge people to do that. And I want to continue to to help people do that as well and, and be a light for that. So yeah, I think that's, you know, yeah. it's amazing. And it just got me thinking about how like your journey started where like you wanted to like hire a coach essentially or like get some coaching. And now your advice is to just sit with yourself because that's really where all the answers are, right? Or when we mm -hmm. sit down with ourselves and um, yeah, the, the eating thing, like, you know, creating, you know, a clean vessel, clean conduit for, yeah, like, 
for our meat sack is important as well. I call body the meat sack. So yeah. <laughs> I like that. Hey, I'm, you know, I ain't got nothing wrong with that, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, awesome. Great messages, like great conversation today. Um, if people want to listen to your clubhouse or join reverence or contact you, do you want to talk about how they can do that before we close out? Yeah, definitely. So, but you can reach out to me. The best way to would probably be Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is Chris N Novo, um, C H R I S N, and then another N O V O. Um, so that's a good way to to find me. Instagram, shoot me. I'm always open and um, to talk to anybody. Really, as long as you know, obviously, they're open to learn. Or you know, I'm always trying to learn from others as well. Um, if so, if you want to come in the clubhouse, you just need to download the app, get in there, you can find me just Chris Novacell in there. And then also the club is inspired to dominate. So you, once you find that club, you'll then see when the shows are coming up every Sunday. Um, and same thing with reverence, you know, we have a Facebook group. Um, so, you know, you can find the Facebook group in there in reverence. That's one way we actually did just create a discord as well. Um, so we're, you know, just expanding that. It's just a, a better way to communicate and have more brothers involved that may or may not be able to come to the meetings. Um, but yeah, you pretty much find me and anything that you're interested in that, you know, it can connect you, um, to whatever avenue works. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for your time today. Um, I, I found this conversation to be super amazing and inspiring, and I'm sure the listeners and viewers will feel, feel the same way. So thank you so much for being here. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lindsay. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And everybody have a great week. All right.